All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you tired of Amazon, Walmart, Target, these companies that hate you? Literally, they hate you. They spit in the face of your values. They hate children. They're pro-abortion. They're anti-Christian. They're pro-LGBTQ. So am I. That's why I love my good friends at Public Square, the absolute parallel economy. Not only can you download their app at publicsq.com right now, Starting November 1st, now you can have the e-commerce just like Amazon, just like Walmart, just like Target on the Public Square app. They are putting their money where their mouth is to bring you the parallel economy. No more shopping at Amazon, no more shopping at Target, no more shopping at Walmart. Shop at Public Square from now on to support the companies that support your values. Go to publicsq.com right now. What up, what up, what up? What's going on, America? Welcome. It is, what's today, Wednesday? I have no idea. It's Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. Uh, We hope you guys have had a fantastic uh, middle, this is hump day, middle part of the week. (laughs) Um, Is the ultimate goal this new disease X? Is that the next phase in the plan to not only just mess up our own elections, but to also take over the world for the zombie apocalypse. Is that what they're planning? And did we witness last night the formation of Mm. what the 2024 ticket is going to be? We're going to talk about it in depth and in general. Um, Business first, though, out of the way. We need every single one of you to hit that like button. The more you hit the like button, the more people see this video. If this is your first time watching this show, make sure to hit that follow button. Comment in the chat, the live chat. We try to keep up with it as much as possible. I really have a fun time trying to, like, break rumble with people, like, commenting all the time. It's a lot of fun. That was awesome. And last but not least, thank you guys so much for the massive response from the video yesterday. Mm -hmm. And as always, if you think that this is going to offend someone in your life in a right and positive way, Send, Send it, it there were. Okay, all right. Hot seat producer Todd is here. What's up? And he is colored, colored today. True color. Uh, looking, <laughs> looking. He had a good blood transfusion yes, yesterday. Yes, last night. Um, he looks, he looks he normal. Here. I look normal. Yeah. As, yep. as normal as can be. That is not Mexican Tony in the house. Abuelo. There Everybody. he is. Everybody. <clears throat> oh, by the way, major announcement. Okay, can I do it? Please. Okay. Uh, two shot, Todd, please. Two all right. Shot. Ladies and gentlemen. I am super pumped to announce that not seat or not seat, <laughs> not seat, not Mexican Tony is officially, officially going to be an abuelo, which is what, Tony? A grandfather. A grandfather. Yes, That's right. We got a new addition on the way. Very His excited. eldest awesome. daughter is pregnant. Yes, uh, and, what? For, and for all you who... Are wondering because my wife brought this up that I look like a freaking child sitting yeah, here. Yeah, he looks twelve. <laughs> yes, I am old enough. I am forty-eight years old. I have I have three grown daughters. Thank you. Oh, hey, my. hey, let's get the chat blowing up. How about a congratulations for go. Tony it's all, they're being already a grandfather? In. Let's blow up the chat. It's already uh, pouring in. How does it feel to be uh, <laughs> soon to be a grandpa? It is. It is. Uh, well, first of all, we feel very blessed that that we finally have gotten to this point where we can welcome a child hopefully and yeah all, more than anything my wife and i are just you know over the moon with yeah. it. So, oh man yeah. i'm sure the whole family my, and my day's coming because my oldest son got married yeah. in december mm-hmm. and my day's coming um so woo. why do i feel yeah. like my color's off today am i grayed out I no. look great out. <laughs> no, you look great look at me compared no no go to the three shot okay look at me compared to the rest of y'all well i mean bro you're white no, <laughs> like, look, look, look mean, at look at my black compared to Tony's black. I'm telling you, I think something's off with my coloring today. But either way, well, doesn't I'm, matter. I'm we, very, I'm very dark and mysterious. We and got it, a you show know. to do. Your skin color has nothing to do with the jacket you got on. This is black, just like anyway. It's my aura. That's why I just. That's it's it. always it's, anyway. All right. 
All right, everybody, listen up. Do you have your emergency supply of food? We all know we need three to six months of cash on hand, but what about food? What if there was a way to have a three-month emergency supply of food? Well, there is. Ready Pantry offers 25-year shelf-stable food that tastes amazing and includes meals for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and even dessert. Not to mention the peace of mind you get knowing you have an emergency food supply for anything. Power outages, hurricanes, weather, national disasters, grid collapse, EMP attack, rolling blackouts, war, supply chain, the list goes on and on. Right now at Ready Pantry, they offer three different ways. A 72-hour, a one-week supply, a one-month supply, and all you have to do is go to readypantry.com slash gram and use the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. This will get you an extra 10% off your order plus free shipping on all orders. Again, they have a 72 one week and one month supply. So protect yourself, protect your family. Go to readypantry.com slash Graham with the promo code Graham. That's readypantry.com slash Graham, promo code Graham. Moving on, we got a show to talk about today. All right, here we go. Yeah, Graham looks. Pa- See, everybody's saying it. I look like yeah, colors off, but either way, it doesn't matter. I think you look fantastic. We got a show to do uh, as we move on. Okay, here we go. So, for those of you not keeping up with what's happening in Texas, Todd, run us through this whole Eagle Pass thing. What's going on with Texas? We got a war between the federal government and mm-hmm. the state of Texas. Run us through it. All right, so basically what we've got going on right now is, um, boy, that's a weird looking, what in the world is this? I don't know. You have done something horrible. I haven't touched anything. Anyway, let's just just go here. There we go. All right. All right, anyway, so I'm going to go to the three shot. Oh, my God. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Hang on. Switch it back. Just switch it back. All right, sorry, sorry. There we go. Now. All right. There we go. I'll hit the idiot button later. Here we go. All right, so for those of you who don't know, the Texas sent the Texas National Guard down to Eagle Pass in their big part where most of the illegals were coming through, okay? And they literally ran the Border Patrol out. So the flotation barriers that they had up, um, the federal government removed. Well, the Guard put them back. And apparently three people, three illegals have drowned, and now the federal government has decided to do this. Matt? Well, Sandra, the battle over this park intensified last week when Texas put up additional razor wire and kicked out federal border patrol agents. Texas argues in part that it can just do a better job deterring migrants than the federal government here. There's more additional razor wire and fencing put up around this park. The dispute has now become more heated after Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar tweeted a fiery allegation that Texas is to blame for the drowning death in this area of a migrant mother and two children on on Friday, alleging Texas blocked Border Patrol from rescuing them. DHS released a statement backing that claim. Well, the Texas Military Department strongly denies the allegation, saying Mexican authorities handled the drownings. But the White House weighed in on the unconfirmed allegation, writing in part, on Friday night, a woman and two children drowned near Eagle Pass, and Texas blocked U.S. Border Patrol from attempting to provide emergency assistance. Well, in the newest court filing, the Department of Homeland Security confirms what the Texas military says actually happened. The drownings occurred at 8 p.m., and Mexican authorities handled the incident and didn't even alert the U.S. until one hour after the migrants died. DHS writing in the new filing, Mexican Officials also informed Border Patrol that three migrants, one woman and two children, had All drowned right. at approximately stop. eight. Can, can we just, is it wrong for me to say, stop crossing the border illegally? Tony, I mean, uh, your thoughts on this? I mean, well, I, I'm not I'm not happy well, that, I, here's that the a question. mom and her kid lost their lives. No, I but know, nobody is. The, the question is, is, did they drown on our side or their side? Because if they drowned on their side, that's their, I mean, not to be insensitive, that's their issue. It, Tony, your thoughts? Yeah, go well, ahead, Tony. Well, I have, an, I have an, an analogy for you guys. So if I had a neighbor that invited, that was directed across the street from me and invited 100 people, and he starts sending people over my way because he ran out of supplies and food or whatnot, and I call the police, and I'm like, hey, these people keep invading my, my property, and I can't get them off. I mean, what am I going to do? At that point, the police come over and they're like, sorry, we can't help you. They're not doing anything wrong. You know, at that point, I'm going to call my buddies and say, hey, I need you guys to come over here, 
help me grab some guns his, and his and, buddies. And, buddies. He's gonna call his and, buddies mm-hmm. to come over there. And I'm help. sorry mm-hmm. if as as <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> as I'm sending these people back to my neighbor and they get hit by a car. Because they're not supposed to be my property anyways. Is that my fault? No. It's now, gonna be, no. It's going to okay. be me. Get I, back. I will tell you this. Do you remember the house that I had, Graham, in, that had the pond in front of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I had a big pond in my front, basically in my front yard. And our attorney told us point blank that even if you put a sign up that says no fishing, no entry allowed, no nothing, if somebody comes onto your property and drowns in that pond, they can still sue you. Oh, hmm. well, well, okay. Well, that's true. Uh, you can get sued over anything. Yeah. Right. Doesn't mean that you're going to win. Well, I, mean, I, I like, agree. But like, yeah, yeah, people can sue me for saying, you know, I don't know, roll tide and gave them nightmares. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I've been drugging the court for far less. Trust yeah. me. It gives um, me nightmares. That's for sure. And, and, and so, <laughs> no, but I just, again, I just look, it, it reminds me of that scene from. Uh, liar, liar, where he's just like, stop breaking the law. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, yeah. it's uh, like, I mean, yeah, it comes to pass. All right, we got to move on. Okay, this next article comes up and it brings up the point that I was trying to bring up tomorrow. It is time for the DeSantis simps and the Haley, I don't know, coattail chasers or whatever they are to get on board the Trump train because this is what's going on in the background while we're infighting amongst ourselves over something that really doesn't matter because it's going to be Trump. Uh, Washington Times reports that while all this stuff is going on, the Biden-Harris campaign touts historic hall where they collected more than $97 million mm. towards uh, the Biden-Harris 2024 ticket, which, of course, is going to be a war chest that goes to the actual person that's going to run. But while we continue... This nonsense. While we continue, oh, well, DeSantis has a shut up. No, he doesn't. While we go, well, you know, Haley is shut up. No, she doesn't. They don't have a chance. It's not it, 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 anybody who thinks so at this point, you're a moron. And I get in trouble with my wife for saying that all the time, but it's true because <laughs> while we're divided amongst ourselves, the Democrats are getting ready to fight us. Mm-hmm. So shut up, realize where we are. Sit your feelings first, butt down, and let's actually try to focus on winning this thing. So, and, and what did we say? I think we we talked about it last week that basically the Republican Party is dang near broke um, as far as their war chest. Yeah, at this point, yeah, and, we're and raising now, we're raising seven million dollars, and they're they've got ninety seven million. That's mm, anyway. All right, mm. this is uh, Jesse Waters on Biden's comments that Donald Trump. Uh, being extreme and all this other kind of stuff. This is actually pretty good. Play it. You can't message policy because it's been a disaster. And I'm not a Democrat, so I'm not going to pretend like I care. I like that. Eggs and unleaded. That's a good name for a band. So if Biden's calling Trump extreme, I'd jujitsu that right on him. And I'd say mm-hmm. you're backing CRT and sex changes for kids in grade school. Mm-hmm. You broke the bank, the border, and women's sports. I mean, your family's a freak show. Yes. Y- you have solar-powered leaf blowers <laughs> and putting windmills on Cocaine beaches. hunter. You're extreme. Mm-hmm. It worries me because they have a lot of money, and Republicans are splintering the money three ways in the primary, and Trump's spending $100 million on lawyers. Meanwhile, the media is like an in-kind contribution to the Democrats because they have a 24-7 attack situation. Boom. I just have never seen such an unpredictable election because you have the oldest, most unpopular sitting president who's just sitting back and prosecuting his rival while he's just laying back in an easy chair in Delaware. And then the media is colluding with the deep state to hatch this disinformation campaign and censorship campaign and now just the baby boomer establishment in Washington, D.C. is basically like lighting everybody up in an orgy of tyranny and corruption and claiming they're trying to save democracy. Mm. Meanwhile, the rest of the country is just watching football and Netflix and complaining about the weather. (laughs) 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 Ah, That's a good one. I like it. Oh, that, was that was good. Uh, all right, so 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 let's get moving because I really want to talk about this disease X stuff and everything like that. All right, guys, I want to clear something up. For some time, you've heard me talk about another mobile phone company, and I want to explain why I made the switch to Patriot Mobile. I really believe that we are in a battle between good and evil, and Patriot Mobile is the only one truly fighting for good. I knew in my heart that I needed to work with them. 
For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. They're on the front lines fighting for the unborn, which is so close to my heart. This is on top of offering dependable nationwide coverage and giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M. Help me send a message to the left by making the switch today. That's patriotmobile.com slash Graham. That's patriotmobile.com slash Graham or call 972-PATRIOT now. Uh, Last night, Ted Cruz officially endorses Donald Trump. Play it. I've got some thoughts, but let's play that first. Well, Sean, it's great to be with you. Listen, last night was decisive. It, it was it was a dominating victory for Donald Trump. I, I got to say, there's no place like the Iowa caucuses. I know it intimately. The men and women of Iowa, they take their responsibility incredibly seriously. They scrutinize the candidates. It's an amazing process. And I'm a big believer in letting democracy play out. Well, Last night it played out, and I, I got to say, Trump's victory was across the board. He won 51% of the vote. He won 98 of the counties. Congratulations mm. to President Trump on that dominating victory. And, and at this point, I, I believe this race is over. So, so I am proud to endorse Donald Trump for president of the United States. I look forward to supporting him enthusiastically Mm -hmm. because I think it's time for the Republican Party to unite, for us to come together. We've got to beat Joe Biden. We've got to beat this disastrous cultural Marxist agenda in the White House. We've got to retake the United States Senate. We've got to hold the House. We got to come together and win. And with the results last night, the people have spoken. It's time to move onward to victory in November. Yep, I agree. Um, Now, I got some thoughts on this. I know Ted Cruz personally. Uh, I I, I just saw him, I, I don't know, maybe a month ago and we talked for a brief moment. I, and comment in the chat. Let me know what you think. I don't like how long it took him to endorse Trump. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like this. Let the tea leaves fall where Mm -hmm. they fall. And then we make our, our safe little approach and all this other kind of stuff. Comment in the chat. Let me know what you think. If you think I'm overreacting a little bit, but I just, I don't like how long it took him. It took the most massive beatdown in Iowa oh, caucus yeah. history yeah. So I have for a question. all these people. I have yeah. a question for you, Graham. Uh, obviously, you would like to see, or everybody would like to see, that the, Republic, the Republican Party all unite and come together. Who, in your opinion, obviously Vivek came out and, you know, talking about Haley and DeSantis, who else would you like to see come out and say, I'm backing Trump now, you know, back up. I mean, the, of the main players yeah, that exactly. actually matter. Ted mm-hmm. Cruz was one. Yeah. Uh, Ted Cruz was one that was a, an, an odd holdout for mm-hmm. sure. Um, did Rand Paul finally endorse Trump I, or did I, he just I, say never Nikki? Yeah, I think he said never Nikki. Yeah. And um, so I don't understand what's going on there. What, what's going on with Rand Paul? Um, uh, big time senators. I, I really don't. Yeah, well, it's at the end of the day, it's it, it's it's same thing with to use a sports analogy. Everybody's just hitching their wagon to who's yeah. popular. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just that's that's the way they don't want to come out. Like, and, and and I don't know Ted Cruz, so I can say this. Um, <clears throat> what I mean, of, I mean, we're not like having poker together. I just, yeah, no, I, just, no. I, I see. Yeah, well, I see I the mean, guy. Well, what I'm saying, yeah. any of these people at this point, like. How much of a coward are you to come out and say, hey, yeah. this is what's best for America instead of, no, nah, I'm going to sit back and wait. And if by some chance DeSantis or Haley comes out of the gate swinging, then or I, I guarantee you if Haley was closer to Trump in Iowa, a lot of those guys oh, would have come out and said, one hundred percent, it's pitiful. Well, and, and, and we'll get into Haley and all that stuff here in just a second. But again, to me. It is this fair weather, 
And again, it's not Trump is not Jesus. Trump Trump is not infallible. I'm not saying that Trump shouldn't earn some things, but but I don't understand how people Trump didn't even debate. Trump refused to debate. Everybody else debated five times, went yeah. everywhere, all over the place. Trump refused, and he still won the most historic margin of victory in the entire history of the Iowa caucus. Well, did like, the polls change? Like, 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 what are we waiting on, and what are these people waiting on? What are they so afraid of yeah. that they're going to get in trouble? As, even if you endorse a person initially that doesn't win. Fine. Fine. Okay. I mean, look, you know, look at what Vivek did. Just make a dang decision. You know? Um, well, that, that was my question because let's say you're talking to somebody or you're trying to explain politics to somebody who has no idea about Republicans, Democrats, <laughs> anything like that, and they come to you and they ask you, why is the Republican Party not united then if you're trying to beat somebody, uh, a Democrat? And, uh, and that's that, what kills me is it didn't take Iowa. I'm sorry. It didn't take Iowa for we to know, for us to know that Trump was a front front runner. Anybody with a brain and good sense, and I call it good sense because it ain't common, um, knew this was going to happen in Iowa. And so in the perfect scenario, what should have happened is all the Republicans should have came out from day one mm-hmm. and said, we endorse Trump. I mean, anybody can tell. Anybody could have t- could have could have could have guessed what was going to happen last night. Well, all I'm going to say is to answer your question, Tony. If you agree with this statement, hit the like button. Uh, the reason why Republicans are divided is because every single Democrat is a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Not every single rule. Republican is a Republican, like Bongino, Bongino says. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Uh, there are very few of us that are willing to take the arrows for our public opinions. And the majority of Republicans are cowardice. That's the truth. That's a fact. Because, and I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings, and if your feelings get hurt, it's because I'm actually talking about you and you know it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay? Because if you're out on the street saying MAGA all day, Trump 2024, everybody else, then obviously I'm not talking about you. But the majority of Republicans are sit back in their house, mm-hmm. vote for Trump, and don't, yeah. don't ask me who I'm <clears throat> And, and that's, the, that's the problem I have with people. Yeah, man. Like, if you're not willing to say it out in public, then don't say it in private. You're the same people yep. 100%. that post in your Instagram stories what you really think with the green mark yeah. to where only like, like your like actual so friends, friends can see can it. See yeah. it. I, got, uh-huh. I, got no, I got no quarter None. to give to people like that. I really don't. It bothers me. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not going to be mean to anybody, but I'm very honest with people. Yep. If you can't say it in front of 50,000 people, then don't say it in front of two. Amen. Because it's yeah. cowardice. And 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 we are at a point where we do not need cowards right now. We need actual people to stand up and speak. All right. All right. As we head towards a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year. How will your hard-earned savings fare? You already see the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from my good friends at Birch Gold. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can protect yourself, your family, and get a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. All you have to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free, no-questions-asked info kit on gold. They'll even help you convert an existing IRA or a 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Just text the word Graham to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898 right now. Moving on. Uh, so Trump and Haley have both said that they're not going to do the New Hampshire GOP debate because Trump's like, I'm not debating. Haley's like, well, if you ain't debating, I'm not debating because, you know, the only way I'm debating is if Trump is there. 
Mm-hmm. Well, then Ron DeSantis in his pitiful campaign comes out and goes, we'll debate two empty chairs. Actual quote. Right. <laughs> two empty chairs. We'll do it. <laughs> right there. Well, then ABC pretty much says, well, nah, uh, we're, <laughs> we're just going to cancel the debate because nobody's going to watch that garbage. Can you- That's how pitiful oh this man is. The man is so sad. The man has such an anemic campaign and anemic presence that he has an opportunity to have an entire hour, two hours to, to, to express himself. his yeah. stuff to the <laughs> to people. Himself. And ABC went, nah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> we ain't doing it. Can you this just, guy can't can pull. Can you just imagine him by himself for a second just sitting there going, hello, America. I'm I'm Ron DeSantis. I uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to do with my hands. His staffers, his staffers are like, cue, cue the grin, cue the grin, cue kill the grin it, right kill now. It, kill it, kill the feet. Hello, hello, fellow humans. Yeah. I eat food just like you do. <laughs> Nourishment is great. Don't forget to drink your oval tea. Cold outside today. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, though, he was kind of pushed into a corner because after Haley and uh, Trump came out and said they weren't doing it, I mean, it's either, uh, oh, I'm not going to do it either now, or is that, hey, I'll, I'll still do it. I mean, bad publicity <coughs> is good publicity sometimes. I, I agree. Uh, so somebody just said, uh, repeat 1776, just said, I like Ron a lot, but this wasn't his time. Yeah. Um, no. I didn't. <laughs> and I haven't for a while because I've gotten to know Ron DeSantis. I've seen him in person. Uh, I know people that worked on his governor campaign. And Todd, pull yourself up here. Here we go. Uh, before Todd got on the show, I, I was in. He was all was in, in on Ron DeSantis, which is fine, which is fine. Uh, again, and, and I told him, I was like, dude, trust me, there are things you don't know. Yeah. And once he gets on the main stage, you're going to see mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. And and that's look, and and I went in and you know, we we literally had an argument over the phone when I was still back in in, in the SIP. Um I said, dude, you know He literally told me to lay off Ron. Yeah, right, I did. Right. Lay I said, off I, I said, bro, he's killing it in Florida. Yeah. You know, he's sticking it to Disney. He's let the state was open during COVID. That I mean, they were killing it. I mean, he was Telling reporters to you know go get bent, and I'm like, all right, this this dude is is doing it, and I, me and you had the conversation, and yep. dude, you called it. The, well, the first time I saw him unscripted, yep. I was like, oh. And another God. thing people don't realize is a lot of those viral moments that everybody was seeing, it was people like me and Jack Posobiec and Charlie and Benny and everybody that was pushing yeah. his stuff for him. The second that he did this, he lost. All of us, well, not the paid for, but he lost the majority of us, and then his virality went away uh-huh. and all the stuff, and then he was left there for, okay, what you got on your own? Yeah. What well, you got on your own? It's- and, 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 and the reason I don't like DeSantis now is because he's every single day that he's not getting out. You just got what? You spent $300 million yeah. to get beat by 30 points, bro. Mm-hmm. To lose every single county. Million. You visited yeah. every county. Every single county said, we don't want you. Yeah. And he's still in the race. Yeah. That's not listening to the will of the people. That's he wants to be president mm-hmm. because he believes it's his time to be president. Get out of here, <laughs> yeah. dude. And, and to Matt Gates for governor <laughs> 2026. Uh, yeah. And to put it in a per- perspective, all right, look, I'm a borderline, borderline rock with lips. Okay. But I could take this show today and clip it up and make myself look like a rock star. Yes. And that is basically what, what has happened with Ron DeSantis. Well, Todd, you are a rock star. So. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. Like I said, okay. Look, one, one little more thing here. One little more thing. One more little thing <laughs> here uh, about Nikki Haley. So a lot of people were thought that Nikki Haley did better, even though she came in third um, than people thought. And then this has come out here where reports are coming out that much of Nikki Haley's success in the Iowa caucus on Monday night could be due to Democrats switching their voter registration so they could vote in the caucuses, according to CBS. Mm. This isn't Fox News, Mm -mm. CBS. So Trump's win was actually even more impressive because a lot of Nikki Haley's votes came from 
open primaries, all this other kind of stuff where just anybody can vote. This is a problem I do have with open primaries. Yeah. Open primaries are like, hey, Democrats can go in there and That's just scary, bro. vote for who they want That's to actually scary. get in there, the less of the threat and all the above. Okay, moving on. Uh, Joy Reid. Oh, my God, this devil. Takes a stab at Christians. Is there anyone more horrific than Joy Reid? Uh, have you seen the one where uh, it's a meme of Joy Reid and somebody said she stole the wig from Simple Jack yeah. off Tropic oh Thunder. Oh, my God, yes. And it looks yes. just like that. You ma, ma, ma make me happy. <laughs> well, but my, it totally looks like my that. head, My head movies. <laughs> <laughs> it makes my eyes rain. <laughs> All right. Oh, anyway, this is Joy Reid talking about Christians. Uh. Play, the, play, play the clip. But, you know, I feel like the, the important sort of data point, and, and, you know, Steve talks about it a lot. He's, he's going to probably talk about it a little more tonight, is that these, these are white Christians. Oh, that this is a state that is overrepresented by white Christians Pause. that are going to participate. Mm. What the crap does that uh. mean? Overrepresented by white Christians? Mm. Wait mm. a minute, wait a minute. Is she trying to insinuate... That as Christians, there are differences between black Christians and white Christians. This could be the most racist, sacrilegious statement I think I've ever heard. Mm. Because as Christians, we are born again by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What does the color of our skin as Christians have to do with anything? It's one thing to say these are white people voting here, or these are black people vote. These are white Christians? And so, therefore, well, that's why we're getting these these racist results because these are white Christians. That 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 doesn't even compute with Christianity. What's Todd doing? I Je can't, Jesus, I, Jesus doesn't see color. Todd, what, what, Todd's what, praying. What are Todd's you talking praying. about? And as Christians, we shouldn't see color. So is Joy Reid trying to say that she's a black Christian? Are oh, we no. at a point now no. where we're putting color assignments to um, our religious? <clears throat> our religious it, it, points it, of view? It's not my place to say it, and and you know what? Never mind. I'm just going to... Well, you, know, you know, yesterday I touched on, you know, what she was talking about, saying Haley couldn't get the votes because she was a, so a, a brown, brown girl. Brown, brown, brown girl, girl, yeah. Yeah, I just think she's... Joey Reid, I think she's just grasping a straw trying right, to justify I, I, the, the this results. I, this are, I will say. She's the stupidest person on TV, right? <laughs> She's pretty dumb. She's simple Jack. She's the stupidest simple person Jack. on TV. Simple Jack, right simple now. Jack, simple Jack. Uh, I just, I, 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 yeah. yeah uh, can we just not play the rest of this clip? Yeah, yeah, we, we <laughs> don't you. have to. Okay, all right, here we go, people. This is the point where we need everybody to hit the share button. We need everybody that, if you are watching this new, to hit the follow button and comment in the live chat because this is where we're going to go down the rabbit hole of what seems to be picking up some steam here. What 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 sounded crazy. When I first started hearing about this disease X, mm -hmm. I thought people were talking about X, like the plat like Twitter. Yeah. I thought they were trying to say like Twitter was like a disease and it right. was, you know, right. you know, whatever. But now reports and things have started coming out all mm -hmm. of a sudden that no, there seems to be something real behind this. And so this is our question before we started getting into this here. Is this the plan? Trump is unkillable, man. Literally, you can't kill no. the guy. Mm -mm. Like 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 he is surging stronger than ever before. Is the next thing to try to stop a Trump presidency and or possibly take over the world. Oh, are we going crazy? Don't worry. We've got stuff to back up that claim. That's a fact. Here in just a minute. That's a fact. But here we go. So this <clears throat> is the Daily Mail yesterday broke this article. Chinese scientists have created a mutant mm. coronavirus strain that attacks the brain and has a 100% kill rate in mice. Now, before you geniuses... Come in here and be like, oh, Graham, this is the mice experiment. You don't know what it's going to do with humans. Why are they doing it? Why are we yeah, mutating that, the coronavirus why? strain why? to <laughs> kill 100% yeah. of mice in the first place? Genius. Why are we doing Oh, it's, mm. it's because they can figure out vaccines in case that ever happens. It wouldn't happen mm. if you weren't creating it in a lab in the first place. Yeah, is, isn't that how Corona first started? It, yes. It, the scariest sentence in the entire article is right there. All right. 
Uh, every rodent that was infected with the path pathogen died within eight days. What's that movie? It, it, 21 days I'm later? I'm telling you, dude. 28 we're days, 28 days then later. We are headed. This is where we're going. Uh, okay. All right. All right. So stick with us here. Okay. The team were also surprised to find high levels of viral load. Move that. I can't. I, I don't know how to. There's something over it. Viral load of something. There it goes. Oh, okay. Viral load in the mice's brains and eyes suggesting the virus, despite being related to COVID, multiplies and spreads through the body in a unique way. Mm -hmm. Writing in a scientific paper that has not yet been published, go figure, yeah. they warned the finding underscores a spillover risk of GX underscore P2V <laughs> into humans! Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? There you go. Are you kidding me? What? When are we going to... Stop it! Stop! Stop. Experiment! Quit! And mutating viruses on mice! Jesus! For the love of everything holy here. Okay. F FYI, anybody who's a 28 Days Later fan, they're coming out with a whole new franchise. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not kidding. I read, I read this. I read this. Uh, uh, Subtle plug. Tony's sponsored by uh, 28 yeah. Days Later. No, it's gonna, it, I think the next movie is going to be called 28 Years Later, and they're going to build a franchise off of that. All they got to do is literally just read Daily Mail, and they got their script. Yeah, go, go, yeah. go up. Todd, there was like some kind of like little thing here. What, okay, what yeah, is it? What, what this is, right here? Yeah, what, what, okay, so number one, researchers took COVID-like virus from... This animal right here, a pangolin in Malaysia. That's a dinosaur, <laughs> yeah. alright. Uh, number two, the virus cultured in cells in a lab and then a bunch of other stuff happened because we can't read yep. those stupid, stupid things. Stupid, crap. Okay. Virus spread to the lungs and then so now, all eight died. Okay, so so again, and you need to share this right now. So we know for a fact now that in China yet again, how mm -hmm. many times does China have to do something like this for people to go, maybe we should stop China. <laughs> like, like, like maybe we should stop it's China really simple. from trying to kill the entire <laughs> planet all the time. You're not God. Stop pretending they, to be. They literally. Like, Lord have they, mercy. They literally are writing about it in articles. Okay? We're at the article writing about it stage already. Okay? But, but, but don't worry. All right? So a lot of people are talking about, well, disease X is technically not just, it's technically a placeholder for mm -hmm. whatever the big, big thing is coming up next. Well, well, okay. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, but here's a doctor. Talking about, uh, let's just let's just hear what he has to say. Now, last week there was published some really concerning research from China. What the researchers did was they got a virus from a pangolin. That's these charming little creatures that are so abused Dinosaur. throughout uh, Eastern Asia, particularly. They took a virus from the pangolin and they cultured it in cells in the laboratory, and they then infected mice with it and it killed all of the mice that it infected through brain infection. So they've generated this new virus. Okay, wait a minute. All right, so it killed brains. Yeah. Zombies. Walking dead. Zombies. It, it was coming. Yeah, I'm it's telling coming. you, yep. zombie apocalypse. It's coming. Do it. That kills 100% of mice it's infected with, but it gets worse because the mice that were infected were humanized mice. Now these are called transgenic mice. In other words, they were given some human genes. And they were given human ACE receptor genes that were expressed by the mouse. So these are essentially human ACE receptors in genes. And it was a coronavirus from the pangolin and it killed 100% of the mice that were infected. And these are the things that they are jiggling around with in laboratories. This is absolute madness. And it needs to be banned uh, yesterday, as far as I'm concerned. All right, pause. I mean, now last so I see a lot of people in here like, oh, this is a false flag. Oh, blah, blah. Oh, I'm sorry. COVID didn't happen four years ago? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. They didn't shut the whole world down for a virus that they said you wouldn't even know if you had it? They didn't, they didn't, they didn't shut our entire planet down for a, a, a sniffle sniffle? <clears throat> So where were oh, you? Oh, I'm sorry. We're the crazy ones. Yes, yeah. Tony. Uh, where were you two living when coronavirus first hit? Because Here? I was in I was in Oregon, oh. and they shut down that place oh, 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 for. Oh man, I, I can't even remember how long. But small businesses went out of business. Uh, our kids were doing remote learning for 
God, I, a I can't year. Like, what, and I was in Mississippi, I mean, it, it and totally it was a year. Mentally destroyed them, you know, not being able to go to school and have that normal life, and you know, it was it was just awful. It was you. You, you can totally see the change in the country from like when when, when us three grew up mm-hmm. as you know high schools and kids. Um, I was actually a government employee. I was working on the air, on an Air Force base. Mm-hmm. All right, and I mean, I was a GS. Mm-hmm. And when it hit, they sent me home, and like a year later. I was I was working from home, still getting paid, mm-hmm. not doing. There's still people yeah. working from yeah. home, yeah. and and my commander, my boss, called me like a year later, and he was like, "Hey, um, if you want to come back to work tomorrow, you can, but if you're still nervous about COVID, you don't have to. You just tell me." And I'm like, "No, bro, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll be in tomorrow because I'm about to kill every one of my kids." <laughs> All right. So, so here's the World Health Organization <clears throat> talking about disease X. Oh, it's a conspiracy? Mm. Oh, okay. Well, here's actually the World Economic Forum. Uh, here you go. Listen to it. This is X. It's um, attracting a lot of attention. And I hope you have seen in the social media. Um, but it's not a new idea. Um, the first time we used the terminology was in 2018. Um, the discussions were in 2017. I was just new director general. Uh, as you know, we annually list the emerging diseases, uh, and uh, MERS could be one, Zika, <laughs> Ebola, Ebola, Ebola. Those we know. Oh. But then we said there are things that are unknown that may happen, and anything happening is a matter of when, not if. So we need oh, to pause. have a place. Did you hear what he just said? Yeah. Anything that can happen is a matter of when, not if. So there's going to be something worse than COVID. They're they're telling us right in front of our, there's going to be something worse. And disease X is simply their, their like placeholder name for whatever that new thing is going to be. Continue. Sorry, go ahead. It's holder for that. For the disease we don't know, that may come. And that was when we gave the name Disease X. Um, So (laughs) Disease X is a placeholder for uh, unknown um, disease. Um, I just wanted to start by clarifying that because there is already a a lot of attention. If I may, although COVID came immediately, uh, we were preparing for COVID-like. Uh, disease. You you may even call COVID as the first disease X. COVID is the first and, disease X. Mm-hmm. And and somebody literally in the comment, from their exact words. Somebody in the comment section just just summarize this entire segment in one sentence. COVID was a test run. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. And and, and here's the even scarier things. Here's an article right here. Uh, This is also going on behind the scenes right now at the World Economic Forums. They are discussing that in a year's time frame, uh, they are going to be voting on uh, the pandemic treaty and the pandemic agreement. Biden admins or or negotiates deal to give the World Health Organization authority over U.S. Pandemic policies. Now, this isn't just the U.S. This is every major Mm -hmm. nation in the world at the World Economic Forum that is going to sign this agreement that will give the World Health Organization complete and total authority to where, remember what he said, it's not a matter of if, but a matter of when. When When a new pandemic Mm. arises, they have total and complete authority and control over the policies in that country. Don't worry, we got video from someone on the ground. Uh, Let's go to, uh, yeah, let's play this. Listen to this. They plan that next year, one year from now, they will merge the pandemic treaty 
and the 300 amendments, they will be synchronized with each other, synthesized with each other, and they will be essentially one document and they will pass next year. So they're planning to make sure they get all the kinks out and they're good to go because they plan to go all in and vote next year. But what the United States delegate, what our delegate said here this afternoon is that she is, that the United States is all in and fully on board with no, these we ain't. 300 amendments. Not this section. Currently written, and anybody can access them at the World Health Listen. Organization website. But also, they're all in on the global pandemic treaty. So the United States is for this. All the nations of the world who spoke today, they're all for it. There is one that's dissented. So unless we intervene, this is a done deal one year from today. And that's when we have an existential threat to our sovereignty and we will lose it one year from today. But there is time for intervention. So as I mentioned to you yesterday, Steve, there aren't any members of the House of Representatives here. There is the United States uh, press corps. There is an absence. There's no member of the United States Senate. For heaven's sakes, you would think that they would call these documents in to the Senate and to the House to review them. They need to do that soberly. They've got to review all of this because all right. All right. Bob, so I, I, we got a question in the comment yeah. section. OK. Uh, and I think it needs to be answered. Uh, how can we stop this? OK. Well, first of all, what she <clears> just <throat> said at the very beginning is you need to contact your representatives immediately. So I'm asking everybody in the chat right now, if you will do your part mm-hmm. and comment your representatives, just type Y for yes in the chat and let me know. That we're in this thing together. together. That's the first thing you can do. Blow the mm-hmm. chat up. Let me know that you're going to do your part and have your representatives actually involved in this mm-hmm. in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Because this is really happening, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking. There we go. Yes. yes. Blow the chat Wild up. Wise. Every single one of you Bob, needs to yep. contact your representative immediately because this is happening literally right now. Now, while we're arguing over if Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley has a shot against Donald Trump, Biden is Mm -hmm. literally setting up an ability to hand over U.S. policies to the World Health Organization if there's a pandemic instead of the president of the United States. So are they are they trying to weaponize this disease that what they're doing is what they say they're doing is they basically killing mice to to create a more effective vaccine program right but that's how covid got out in the first place right yeah i get you know? that yeah. so I, I mean i you know dude it, it's like this this is how you stop it no i'm not wearing a mask yeah I'm do not, not comply I, 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 that's I, how you and, stop and they've already it. Said, do not comply fauci has already said that the six foot social distance they just made that up <laughs> Like, they had no scientific evidence behind it. I'm sorry. And Graham has said it. Dana White has said it. There ain't a doctor on this planet that I trust. No. Except for the one that replaced my hip. I, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm telling you right now, for the rest of my life, done. For, for my general health, done. I, I'm, I'm, I am not going to a doctor because, mm-hmm. I, because they have lost all trust, period. Because these... Educated scholars were outsmarted by the redneck with a high school diploma. For real. Like, literally. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you think I trust you no. now? And I'm not trying to be arrogant or cocky or anything. Like, no. You think I trust you? Like, I, honest to God. I don't trust any of you. None. You were going to poison me? Be- mm-hmm. Out of fear? Yep. No, absolutely not. Like, like, like it's done. There's no going nope. back. And those of you who still go to the doctor all the time and get the flu shots and blah, 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 no. blah, blah. They're, here's the truth. They're guessing. The flu <laughs> yeah. shot is a guess. There are so they many strains. They don't even know no, if the shot they're giving nope. you is to the strain that's actually the dominant strain. It's a scam. It's a, roll it's a of the money dice. making charger mm-hmm. insurance scam. Yeah. Every bit of it. Why does healthy food cost more than bad food? It's a scam. Period. It's all a scam. When it when it comes to your health at this point, and I'm I'm sorry to say this, I got a better chance of going out in the yard and eating grass like my dog 
than 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 going to a doctor. Is that what like, you I do? mean, it's, uh, you'll see me out there. I'll just be out there grazing. Like, I'm done I'm with this, man. I'm telling you right now, like, I, through d- with this, dude. I'm uh, yeah, I'm out too. Okay, all right, we got to move on here. All right, so last night, everybody knows that Vivek dropped out. Um, did we witness? And I'm not saying that this is who I think needs to be VP. Just to be clear, but did we witness? What could become the 2024 ticket, Trump Vivek? Did we witness the forming of the dream team last night for 2024? I'm curious your thoughts on who you want the VP to be. Uh, comment in the chat. And let me know while we go through these clips. I'm curious about who you two think his VP should be because I've been seeing a lot of uh, Trump Sanders. Uh, that's not, that's yeah, who I want. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it has to be a girl. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be Sarah. I, I don't think Sarah will do it. I no. don't think she'll do it because I don't think that she'll pull a Ron DeSantis and be willing to leave in the middle of a governor yeah. run. Yeah. But I, dude, I don't I, I don't think Sarah's going to do that. Perfect. Um, I think Christy Nome is a is one. a really strong Carrie possibility. Lake, maybe Carrie Lake. Look, love Carrie. No. I, I don't think Carrie Lake. Uh, at the end of the day, <clears throat> Carrie Lake is a news reporter who ran for governor. It was stolen from her, and now she's running for Senate. I don't think Carrie Lake has the Nash the nationwide appeal. Yeah. Trump needs help with suburban housewives. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's why I say that's why I say Sarah, because yeah. and not but she's she's got that like that darling mm-hmm. quality, you know. Yeah, just and, that yeah. man. And then I'm the wild card, wild card. Uh, a lot of people are on the Tulsi Gabbard train. Yeah, wild I've seen card. That. At least Steph Stefanik. No, Ben Carson. No, I don't. I don't. As much as I like Vivek, and we're going to get into it here. It's not going to happen. You're asking my personal opinion. I don't see a world where it's two dudes on the ticket. I just don't. Yeah. I think it's a girl. And and I don't see. I think Sarah, you know, I think Sarah might be Trump's first call. Mm-hmm. I don't think Sarah ends up on the ticket. I hope she is. Trump, Me too, bro. Trump, Sanders would be very pop. I mean, but I just to me, it seems like a bigger hurdle to get Sarah Sanders to leave the governor's <laughs> office. Than it does to get somebody just Christy said Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ted, definitely not. Nah. Candace Owens, no, she won't do it. No, well, one, she doesn't need to do it. Yeah. I love Candace to death. She would destroy the ticket. She would. She'd destroy the ticket. You think so? Yeah. She's been all over the place. Uh, She's been yeah. DeSantis, Vivek, all this stuff. She no, she would destroy the ticket. Uh, and also, black women don't. Uh, black Democrat women. Hate Candace Owens. Oh yeah, they do. Wow. Like, 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 with an even more fiery passion than they would hate a Sarah Sanders That's or a, or or a Christy Nome. Like, I, 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 I look. We got to deal in reality here, okay? Would it be popular on social media? Sure. Yeah. When it comes to the vote, okay, I, Candace Owens is a no. That's yeah. interesting. Um, Candace Owens is a no for me. Um, I, I do, I think it's a woman and, and I'll go, it's between, in my opinion, three people, Marjorie Taylor. No, no, no. T- Trump's not. No. I, and I love Marjorie. Marjorie ain't it. Um, again, I love, watch, I love watching Candace Owens. She is just fiery. We're in the it? business of winning Yeah, <laughs> and I'm trying to tell you what I think, uh, what a actual winning ticket is. Trump does not need help being fiery and divisive (laughs) and viral. Exactly. Trump doesn't need help doing that. Trump needs the counterbalance. Mm -hmm. That's what Trump needs. Yes. Like Trump needs the counterbalance. But even Sanders would punch somebody in the mouth. Like she would. (laughs) She she would, but she would do it gracefully. Exactly. You don't need a pushover, but you need somebody who who people can relate to. Right, right. And again, I'm not saying it's not I'm telling you what I think. Will happen. I think it's a much bigger hurdle to get Sarah Sanders to leave the governor's office midterm of her first term as governor than it is for a Christy Nome, who, in my opinion, can do 75% the same as Sarah Sanders. It's my opinion. I'm going with Nome right now. Uh, and then the wild card is Gabbard. I, I think I think Sarah Sanders is the first call. I think that she doesn't do it. I don't know what her health is right now. She had the cancer thing a yeah, little while ago. Right. 
I don't know what that situation is. Um, I think I think Sarah's the first call. I just I just dude, she loves Arkansas, man. And she's got a legacy there, filling in her dad's shoes as the governor. I just don't I, see I her pulling I, I a DeSantis agree, and leaving the state of Arkansas. Man, that's a dude, I would I would almost go out on a limb and say, if you saw Trump Sanders, that's a guaranteed W right there. That is there. a golden ticket. Right I, there. I mean, I would I would go out against, on a limb. Against the Biden-Harris, yes. But <clears throat> Trump-Nome, in my opinion, is just as much as a guaranteed it, it ticket against the Biden-Harris. The question <clears throat> is, when it is Obama, whoever, <sighs> what ticket do we have? I still think Trump and Sanders will take on Obama pretty I don't know. Well, I mean, well, I, we'll see. There's going to be a woman involved on the Democrat ticket, whether it's the president or the vice president. So Trump has got to have a woman. But either way, Vivek, last night in New Hampshire, literally, Trump wins Iowa, travels, lands in New Hampshire at 3 a.m. in the morning, and then boom, last night, here we go from New Hampshire. Play the clips. Continue last night. I was honored to receive the endorsement of a man who has become a true leader and earned the admiration of so many patriots. I, I've been a friend of his, even though we were competing against each other, but I was a friend of his and we got along and he was saying he's a great president. I kept saying, why is he running? He keeps calling me a great president, <laughs> but he's a fantastic guy, a very smart guy. He's got some tremendous ideas and uh, he's young and he's got some young ideas too. And that's a good thing. So he has a big, beautiful, bright future ahead. Vivek Ramaswamy. 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 This is what Haley and DeSantis should be doing, by the way. Let's do this, guys. Mm. Good to see you. It's good to be back to New Hampshire. We miss you guys. This happen and you guys know this well you know this man you know why we're here patriots across the state we are in the middle of a war in this country that's, that's what true this is. absolutely it's not a war between black and white it's not between democrat and republican even in a deeper sense it's between the permanent state and the everyday citizen between those of us who love the united states of america and a fringe minority who hates this country and what we stand for. And right now we need a commander in chief who will lead us to victory in yep. this war. Mm. That's what we need in this country. Yep. Woo. You gotta know you're in a war to win one. You can't win one if you're asleep at the switch, have your head stuck in the sand yep. like most Republicans. And I think that's gonna require somebody who isn't bought and paid for, a businessman, not a politician. Anybody heard of that? And that's why I was in this race, but I'll tell you, the people of Iowa spoke loud and clear last night, and I'm a big believer that we, the people, yep. create a government that is accountable to us, not the other way around. Yep. That we, the people, Dude, man. who leads mm. this country. And so we heard we, the people, last night, and that is why last evening, I met my friend here, we met in person, and I told him that I would endorse Donald J. Trump for President of the United States and do everything in my Bro. power to lead us Man. to victory in this war. It is a 1776 moment, moment right now. I, I, I'm, gonna go, I'm just going to say this to everybody that, that saw this video, is watching us right now. Bro, if that didn't make the hair on the yeah. back of your neck stand up while he was talking, well, he's not hey, done. something wrong with he's you. He's not done. He had a lot of moments last night. Let's go to the next clip here, and let's play the rest of it out. Um, let's see. All right, go. And right now, we need a commander-in-chief. Uh, this, right, yep. this is just the next one. Uh, th there's a next one of him. What is it? Haley? That, is oh, it? this. Okay. Here, here, here we are. There we go. All right. Here we go. This is him on Haley. We have some enemies that we need to defeat on the other side, but we have challenges to address in our own party right here at home. So you know what? If you want somebody who's going to foist onto you to use your social media account, you want to use a driver's license to do it, have the right to use the Internet, this man's not your man. There's another candidate in this race who will do that for you. It's Nikki Haley. Ooh. 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 No. 
You want to send, you want to cut Social Security, you want to cut Medicare, you want to cut veterans' benefits so we can fork over more money to Ukraine so some kleptocrat can buy a bigger house? Vote for Nikki Haley, not this man right here. But if you want to actually put an agenda that puts Americans first, to say that the moral obligation of your leaders is to the citizens of this country, not another one, there is not a better choice left in this race than this man right here. And that is why I am asking you to do the right mm. thing as New Hampshire and to vote for Donald J. Trump as your next president. Man. Right. All right, what's the next clip? Do we have the one of him asking, uh, telling him to get out of the race? Uh, him on Jesse Waters? Uh-uh. Uh, it's in our chat. Pull it up while we, while we watch this, if you can. That would have been awesome if uh, Trump would have just leaned over his shoulder and said, yeah, whatever this guy said here. Well, well we just did that. Uh, next one, next clip. We just played that clip. Matt um, says it. Okay, while we talk, real quick, go all in right. our chat and find that. It's just him on it's, Jesse it's Waters. It's on Jesse? Yeah. So, all right, again, here's the thing. And, 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 and we're going to play Vivek's clip when he asks for this as well, but th but this is my again hand out olive branch to the Trump support or to the Haley and DeSantis supporters. It is time for you to call it in, and it's time for Haley and DeSantis to do the right thing. But don't take it from me. Let's hear Vivek say it. Play it. So Vivek, do you want to be vice president? Well, look, I want to serve this country in whatever way I can, Jesse, but that's why I've been this race in since the first place. The thing you were just talking about now, this is what the American Revolution was fought for, to say that we, the people, create a government that's accountable to us, that we settle our differences, whatever our differences may be. We settle them through free speech and open debate in the public square, yep. mm -hmm. and every citizen gets a voice and vote that counts. And what happens with the modern left is they're basically skeptical of that vision. They think we, the people, cannot be trusted to decide who we actually vote for, hence certain states removing Donald Trump from the ballot. We, the people, cannot even hear from our elected leaders or prospective elected leaders, wow. hence the efforts to silence them or censor them. And so I do think we live in a kind of 1776 moment right now. And for my part, I did run in this race. I started at zero percent. I finished around eight percent in the Iowa caucus yesterday. But we, the people of this country, apparently sent a clear message. And so that's why last night I stepped out of the race, endorsed Donald Trump. And I do think that's the right move for the Republican Party to make at this point. Yeah, I think maybe people are going to be following in your footsteps culture. pretty soon because this thing's almost a runaway train that can't be stopped. You were up just now in New Hampshire. The official endorsement, we're seeing it right there up on the screen. What did the former president tell you when you guys were backstage? Look, we had a great conversation. I actually prefer to talk about policy rather than politics, Jesse. And so we talked about a number of issues backstage, which I've actually championed in this race that I do think would be beneficial to the America First movement for President Trump to take on. And I think he was very amenable to many of them. Opposition to a central bank digital currency, talking about certain pardons that I think we need on day one. Julian yeah. Assange mm -hmm. included on that list. And so I'm not a politician. I'm a businessman, but I'm also somebody who cares about the details of policy and commitments. And so we had some great conversations backstage about that before I went on stage. And I think that you guys may have seen some of the rally that we had and the, the response was overwhelming. And I think it's very clear who the Republican primary electorate is saying that they want to be their nominee. Mm -hmm. I ran to be that person. They sent me a very positive message, but the very positive message they sent to all of us is that Don, Donald Trump needs to be the nominee of this party. Yep. And I think Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley would actually at this point do this country and this party a service by stepping aside to make sure that we're focused on not only nominating Donald Trump, yep. but getting this country back and reviving those founding revolutionary ideals. Yep. And I think we do live in that 1776 moment right now. We need to win. You're calling I agree. On right. 100%. So, again, this is me calling out to... Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis and all of their supporters, it is time to stop. It is time to unite because the Democrats are coming at us with everything that they got. And it's time for us to unite and stand together in this fight. I don't know who Trump's VP pick is going to be. I don't think it's going to be Vivek. I think Vivek has a place in the cabinet. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a girl. 
So that's it. That's all we got for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. This is where I ask you to make sure to hit that like button if you enjoyed this episode. If you are new here, make sure to hit that follow button and leave us a comment in the comment section. Who do you think Trump's VP pick is going to be? And what do you think about this disease X? Also, last but not least, make sure to share this far and wide. And Todd, while we got the most people watching, let's, let's pray this thing out. All right, let's bow. Father, um, we just thank you for another good show. Lord, we thank you for another good day on planet Earth. Uh, Lord, with this disease X and the things, I, I know that your word promises these things. Um, I, 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 we all know what it says. But, Father, I just ask that you just protect us now. Uh, this is a, a, a very dangerous time in our world right now. And, Father, we need your your guidance, your your wisdom, um, and your protection now more than ever. Uh, and as far as our country goes, Lord, I just ask that you give our leaders the wisdom to come together instead of being separate, that you, you, you lean on President Trump. If he is your select, you lean on him to do the right thing, to do the godly thing, and whoever his VP is, uh, so they can usher in a better country, a better life for us. But most of all, and most importantly, for every person that's listening— uh, for every everybody that's listening to my voice, Lord, we just understand and we love that your grace and your mercy is fresh and new for us every single day. Um, and Lord, we just ask for your protection, your wisdom, and your guidance. And we ask all these things in your son's name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. All right. Tony, say goodbye. Hasta mañana. All right. And as always, I'm Graham Allen. Stay awake, not woke. Trust in God, not the government. And as always, stay free.